0: What's up fam welcome to the messy action podcast where I plan to teach you to use messy action to finally level up in all aspects of your life we'll be talking all things health and fitness business relationships and more I'm your host Courtney Lombardo now let's get into the show what's up fam welcome back to the messy action podcast if you're watching on the youtube you already know you already know that we have a special guest with us today but if you were just tuning in i'll let you know this is an amazing guest you don't even know what you're coming in here for but i'm super excited to introduce her today this is miss paige simmons Hello, I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> let's go. Um, we're about to just riff off Anya on some female entrepreneurship things because, to be honest, if y'all know Paige and I, that's pretty much like, we try to set boundaries in our friendship and be like, <laughs> let's not talk about work, but it's just like, we're so passionate about it and like we vibe so hard on it, that's like, why why hold ourselves back? truly but anyways miss page i met her about two and a half years ago now ish anyways the first day we met each other literally was pretty much the defining moment of our friendship (laughs) we met on a double date and then we just like didn't talk to our dates the whole time and we just went off on our own thing and miss page also owns her own business i'll fully let her introduce herself but she's so strong She is so passionate and one of the just like most badass women i know if we're gonna be honest so anyways do you want to introduce yourself (laughs) yes i feel like there's so many layers
1: (laughs) there are like i'm like okay what is my story well there's a lot to it um i started fitness seven years ago um i got into it while i was going to college to become a physical therapist and um i started working as a personal trainer just on the side just to make a little bit of extra money i really have always loved lifting And I used to always watch the competitors show up at the gym and I saw them transform their bodies and I wanted to do that so freaking bad. And then one day I was just like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to do it. And so I competed and that was kind of like my pivotal moment where I realized like how much like once you dial in nutrition and once you start like really like keeping track of your weights and like just really calculating everything, the results that you can get, And from there, I started like really taking like personal training more seriously and I took that full time. But during that time, (laughs) I experienced some really like really hard life changes. And one of those was going through a really hard time with my relationship with food. And I had to heal that. I went and asked for help, but I had to heal that on my own. And what I learned, I was actually able to help my clients and I was able to see the positive impact I could make. So now we are here where I have a whole business where I help women kind of step into their power, take control of their health and not let like their body image or food control them and instead paint the vision of who they want to be in fitness and in health, but also in life. And I have a whole team of amazing women that help me out with
0: this. Heck yeah. Honestly, so well. You, you, you combined it very well, but honestly Paige is one of those people that is just like about it. She doesn't just like talk about it. She does. And I think that's why we clicked so well. It's like, We're just action takers like we're gonna get it done like we're not just gonna sit here and dream and that's like a big value of both of ours that we always (laughs) we just can't stand when people can't do the things they said they're gonna do. (laughs) So anyways we vibe on that level um but today I think we're just gonna go back and forth and ask each other questions and like kind of chit chat about how we got to where we are with our businesses how we make our friendship work within the business realm and being in the same space is there competition, you know, we're just going to get into all those things. So if you're someone who's interested in becoming an entrepreneur or is currently one, this episode is for you. So I'm excited. Let's hop into it. Okay, so our very first question, just kind of an intro. I know that I've personally talked about my business quite a bit on here, but I'm going to let Miss Paige kind of go off and chit chat about like what her entrepreneurial journey and how you got started in the business. Yes. Okay. So I, it's really weird. I was actually going through, my dad has
1: like a bunch of old stuff and he was like, hey, I'm getting rid of these things. And I was going through all these, um, bucket lists I had that I had made when I was a senior in high school and looking through it, it was to take care of my body, get into health and fitness, start a business and be able to help others. And I was like, what the heck? Like I had, so I have (laughs) always known that I wanted to own a business, or I wanted to start a business. I wanted to make an impact, and I d- think I had that subconscious. I think I let the idea that I needed to become a doctor or a physical therapist, or I needed to, you know, go to like grad school in order mm-hmm. to help others. I let that kind of like get in the way for a while. But as I went through college, I so I started off as a business entrepreneurship major. I was so freaking bored. In I had no school. idea. But you did yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I did that for my freshman year. I was so bored, like particularly calculus like really just messed <laughs> that me was up a like, part of it. yeah like I am really good in school I was a good student but that like the fact that I had to stress about that like yeah. killed me so I switched my major I switched to um kinesiology which was like pre-PT or pre-PA mm-hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um and during that time I was working as a personal trainer just because I enjoyed it it made sense and it was fun to like be active um and I worked in a PT setting and it was really hard. Like, I didn't come to realize this until after, once I worked in a setting like that, that I was really empathetic. Like, I took home this, these people's pains. So there was one day I just had, you know, like, case after case, or patient after patient that was just in pain or going through these awful life things. And I sat in my car and I cried. And I was Oof. like, I can't, there's no way I can do this as a career.
0: Yeah. And I
1: quit my job the next day. Um, and so this was, like, maybe, like, December of 2019, so it was like right before everything kind of hit the fan with COVID. Yeah. Um. So then I was working, like full full time, while going to school, like which was this huge thing. I was.
0: Is that tired... Lululemon
1: face? No, this was um, oh. working as a uh, personal trainer. Oh. Okay. So this was I was working as a personal trainer, and then the world shut down, <laughs> and I was working for a gym, so I was given clients. It was whoever signed up, and they would get free sessions. Um, I would really just get whoever. Like it was like men, women, like the elderly, like it was all over the place. And I could I could work with that. But then the world shut down. And I was like, I'm out of a job, I'm out of school. Like, the school was a joke at that point, because it was all online. Yeah. What the heck do I do? I need to make money. And I, of course, like, that stressed me out a ton. So I started just like, I was in competition prep for a bodybuilding show. So I was posting my workouts. Consistently, And I was like, okay, this feels really stupid. Like, I don't like posting, like, stuff like this on my Instagram. But I was like, you know what? Screw it. Because you never know. Like, maybe somebody needs a workout. Like, everyone's stuck at home. Right. I had a couple of my sorority sisters, which, yeah, I was in a sorority too. <laughs> what a story.
0: Um, Can you guys tell I'm a type? <laughs> Addie's, my chit chat with Addie's conversation. PT, sorority. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, anyways. Like <laughs> it's like, what do they call it? Twin flames. You can go through the same, like, yeah, I'm, I'm fun at all my twin um, flames. What the? Sorry, You were in a sorority. Oh, so a couple of my sorority sisters at the time reached out and was like, hey, can you help me, like, write a workout program? And I was like, sure. I don't really know how, but I'll do it. Like, I had my certs and everything, like that, but I didn't know how to, like, execute that, like, mm-hmm. how to write it. So I wrote it on a Word document. Um, And I took videos and I attached YouTube links to each video. And then I like messaged them like once a month to catch up and see how they were doing, see how they did with everything. And like, I think I gave the first couple for free. And then I had like, I started to build like huge momentum where people were like, hey, can you help me out? Um, And from there I was like, okay, these Word documents are not working. So I started to do research. And I found like an app and I found all these other systems where I was like, actually this could work. So I just kind of took clients. I didn't really try they just kind of came to me and I saw so many changes in my clients. like more than I did with my in-person training. And I had been a trainer for years prior. Right. I saw so much progress with these clients and it was partially because I could educate them on nutrition as well. Um, and from there I just kind of kept doing it while I was like working a bunch of other random jobs. I was kind of lost. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I kind of thought online training was a scam. Like, <laughs> you know, just like all the influencers did it. They stole money. And then, um, You know, I kept posting and a lot of people would follow up with me. So next thing I knew, I had a good client base and I was helping them. I was, they were my best friends. Like I was connecting with them. I was seeing them grow and it was really freaking rewarding. Now at the time I had to like still have other jobs. So like I worked at Lululemon when I met Courtney, I worked at Lululemon part time and I did um, a little bit of in-person training. I started to rent space out of a facility and then I did my online training. Um, But something in my heart just told me, like, go all in. Like, this is where you're meant to be. This is what you're meant to do. So I I made sure I was in a healthy position to go all in. Yeah. And I could afford it. But I quit all my other jobs, and I took it full time. And from there, I've grown. Honestly, like, when you first start off, off, you're never going to be ready. You're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks, figuring it out. And I did that until – I got health.
0: Dude, amen to this. Amen to that. Don't our businesses have the same birthday? Uh, Mine is July 7th. Was it in 2021?
1: I established my LLC in 2021. So that's like the business's birthday. But I started doing it in 2020. Without, like, the, like... Right. Yeah. Because you
0: helped me get my LLC. Yeah. You remember that? <laughs> I was like, I have no idea how to get this LLC. Like, why do we need to do this? I remember we got coffee and you're, like, helping me out. that was Yeah. So, you're such a G for that. Um, but, yeah, I feel like it's kind of cool. Like, I feel like our growth has been, like, yeah
1: parallel. <laughs> it, well, yeah, because think about it. Like, when we first met, like... We were pretty we were much, like,
0: the at. same area. Because yeah. I think I was still working at Lifetime at mm-hmm. that time. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing your story a little bit there. I mean, I know that a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs do listen to this and do kind of follow my page just because um, I don't have the very stereotypical like influencer following, you know. Like, it's been interesting for them to be able to see my growth, and that's the comments I get in the DMs where it's like, "Court, like, (laughs) how did you stay so consistent? How did you keep your head up?" And like, those are the questions we're getting. And I know that your experience is very similar, right? It's not like we have the crazy amount of following, but It was because our purpose behind what we did was so much stronger than, like, what was on the front of it, right? Like, I think that that definitely has poured into it.
1: Well, I think also, like, I forget who said it, but somebody was like, passion breeds purpose. Passion breeds your purpose. So, I didn't, honestly, like, you know, I used to be self-conscious about posting on social media, I was like, people are gonna judge me. And then I had one person reach out about something that was kind of vulnerable and they'd be like, this really helped me. And I was like, all right, screw everyone else. The fact that I can if I can even impact one person with something that I post, it doesn't even matter.
0: Like what other
1: people think and like I don't need to be an influencer clearly to help other people. It honestly is probably working in my favor that I'm able to kind of keep track like I know the people I talk to, like, I get right. to know them, I see them in public, and I recognize them, and I'm like, hey, like, how are you? I'm able to really connect in that aspect. Nothing wrong with being an influencer, but I think that with how I run things, yeah, it's more optimal yeah, to 100%. be a smaller a micro. And I also think that TikTok has changed how influencers work. 100%. He becomes an influencer and everything like
0: that. I agree. And, like, the numbers are definitely, I don't want to say, like, less meaningful, but, like, a, they are they are less meaningful it's just again how you choose to show up what are your values and I feel like that's how I've always been able to like show up very confidently because it's like once you define who you are then it's really like you're standing in a, in a room with people who are wearing underwear and you're just like it doesn't really matter like I'm just gonna show up the way I want to yeah. you yeah. know
1: just I and I think that that has come also with going through this entrepreneurial journey is, like, figuring out who you are and stepping into that and being unapologetic about who you are. Something I respect so much in other people is when they are not afraid to be exactly who they are and they don't care if someone doesn't like them. Yeah. Because you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea, and that's okay. Like, Amen. You you don't need to help everyone, but you can help very specific people.
0: Yeah.
1: I've learned that over the course of years,
0: (laughs) too. But, yeah, I think going back to your statement on being an entrepreneur is, like, developing yourself finding more of you like I think it's cool to see our transformation just within being an entrepreneur in the like last year year and a half I feel like not that we're different people but we've stepped more into our power and I feel like that's very clear yeah it's it's interesting because I've noticed it so
1: I get told often that I'm scary (laughs) and it's it's funny because like in in how I feel is I feel like I'm shy but I carry myself so differently than I did a few years ago, and it's because I carry myself confidently. I don't care. Like
0: It's the what, constant lat spread. Yeah, it's the ILS, guys. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Imaginary lat syndrome? Why have I never heard it? You gave it to me. <laughs> You've given me this disease. I always be like. <laughs>
1: yeah, I taught her how a lat spread a while ago. Can't stop.
0: <laughs> Literally can't stop. I do it during pickleball all the time. <laughs> andrew he's like what are you doing (laughs) oh this is a good one because i think that a lot of our relationship has been talking about support systems and relationships around newer because our lifestyles are so different right and our just brains operate a lot differently so having the correct support and people in our circles is genuinely so important so um i guess the question is like for both of us just kind of we can start talking about this but how important has that support system been and I guess who or what has been a significant source of that support for you?
1: Ooh. Okay. I will say that when you first start start off, people won't get it and you might not feel supported. That doesn't mean that they won't always support you. There are people that love you and care for you. They just don't get it. Like my family was, my dad was like, oh, so you're just selling stuff on Instagram now? He didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Now that he's seen me put, like, I didn't give up. Like, I did not once quit when I, like, felt a little silly. Like, now he's fully supportive. Yeah. He is the one that I call when I'm confused about my taxes. Like, <laughs> I if I have an idea, he works like I do with his yeah. brain, so I bring it to him. Um, But I think that a support system is so, un like, it's unreal how important it is but that does mean that you will have to go through a shedding season. And that means that you are going to have to trim the fat. There are some people that are intimidated by your work ethic, by your ability to get back up when you fall on your face. And they might, they might step into themselves later. But right now, the only thing that's doing is holding you back. And if you're sensitive to energy, like a lot of entrepreneurs are, you cannot have someone that is draining you when you are trying to elevate. And continually elevate. Mm-hmm. So I think that that has been huge for me. Is like there are some people that you, like proximity is so important. Like who you keep close to you. So I, Yeah,
0: but the, some people get it. Like the people you surround yourself will understand. And I guess I I'm thankful that I feel like I haven't had too much resistance in my life when it comes to building this entire thing. Yes, my parents at first were like, are you sure you don't want to go back to school? Like do PT? Yeah. Like there was still a reservation, but I also thought that they probably thought it was not for the long term until it did become a little bit more real. So there wasn't really that time where they had to be, like, not as super supportive. My They play different roles. My dad's, like, like kind of like your dad sounds like, like also operates the same way. Of like, I always call him when it comes to a business thing. I always call him when I want to tell him something that I'm proud of. Like, he's always there to, like, celebrate with me, which feels really good because I feel like, especially with what we do, it's hard to get – people that understand the celebrations and the little moments where you're just like, this this really cool thing happened today, and they're like, oh, nice. he was like, damn, I worked really hard for that. So yeah. it's cool that he kind of recognizes those and celebrates them with me. Um, My fiancé is always been say, so good. <laughs> I want to hear about this. Andrea's I want to hear about this. Andrew's always been so good with being able to, like, I work really long days sometimes, and, like, I do understand, like, finding the balance in like a romantic relationship. And obviously like we live together now and we're trying to plan a wedding and everything. It's difficult to find a balance when you are at that like high frequency, but we know like it comes and goes in waves. Like we have our seasons of entrepreneurship. So he recognizes super well when I'm in a season of sacrifice, honestly, like when I'm grinding and he really gives me my space. Like I don't think he's ever once been like, Hey, you need to slow down or intimidated by what I'm doing and I think that that's really difficult to find within a romantic relationship 100 with what we do how we operate how we talk it's so easy to get intimidated especially as a male like if we want to bring the sexes into it we can it can feel very daunting so he's been my freaking rock if we're gonna be honest and that I think that that is so cool and that's something that I like watch for is
1: just like people that are understanding that there are going to be long days but also like there are people that are worth turning off for like i schedule out time to spend, drop. I schedule out time to spend time with the people that i care about like, Yeah. I, my phone goes on do not disturb and i shut up <laughs> like yeah. if obviously if i have an idea or i want to talk about it i will because they they're accepting and they support me but for the most part i am able to live in the moment and live in the present because i have people that bring me to the present.
0: I like that a lot because, I mean, I think, especially with what we're doing, and then honestly, just, like, being an adult, like, you have less time, so being more picky about who you're surrounding yourself with because you don't have as much time and understanding the importance of those relationships, I think, has come more to fruition for me more than ever. It's like, I am going to be picky about, like, making that plan and that schedule, so you know if you're on my schedule, you're important to me because there's just not
1: enough time, you know? Yeah. I've come to realize there are some things that do not, they they deserve to be priority. Yeah. Outside of work. And that's like, work is your life, but these people
0: that you love and care about are your life too. Yeah. And almost more of your life, right? And I I do think like, that is another misconception people talk about. It's like, you shouldn't work your life away. Like, you shouldn't grind till you die. And like, everyone's trying to cancel grind culture and everything. And yes, 100% like we shouldn't always be working every hour of the day like that is not living 100% like traveling time with people that we love like that's living but also at the same time like we are living when we work especially when our work is our passion and our purpose in life I think that not everyone has to find that purpose within their job and their career and I totally understand that I feel extremely lucky to have found that within my job, my career. So I think that is the difference where it's like, I don't feel like I'm working a lot of the time. Like I, yeah. I do genuinely wake up every day and I'm like Because you want to. Hell yeah. yeah. Like I'm actually excited for my day of work. I have very rarely dragged my feet to get myself started in a day. So I think that's another thing to bring up for like entrepreneurs. It's like you're you're creating your purpose and passion. So people don't understand that all the time. Cause they are dragging their feet to get to work. Yeah. I think what has led us to cultivate a little bit of a sh- even stronger relationship is our overarching mentor mm-hmm. and just like being a part of that group. So I think it wouldn't be a bad thing to talk about how that's kind of changed our journey because this is what I think I, I mean, I even talked to my mentor about it recently and I was like it's such a large piece of my life now that has brought like more community to what we are doing because as an entrepreneur, can get a little lonely can get it can get a little isolating especially when you're at your computer all day every day like yes you're messaging people back and forth but it is not exactly the same when it's always you talking at someone especially like in the fitness realm so we both work under the same mentorship program and that has a community surrounding it so how has having a mentor played a significant role in your life i will say so i
1: am a very do it yourself, figure it out on your own type of person. So asking for help was the hardest thing I ever did, and it took. I had to drop my ego for mm-hmm. that hundred percent. Same. <laughs> um, and I had I had had mentors prior, and I always like got a little. So I'm I've always been a good student. Like I like to learn and I take notes. Like I apply everything, or I, I will at least try it. But I didn't. Something didn't sit right with me, and then I got on a call with our current mentor, and. She spoke to me like I was her peer. She gave me good advice. I felt like, I was like, okay, I can learn something from this woman, but I can also connect to her. Yeah. And that was where I was like, okay, like, take messy action. <laughs> Just freaking <laughs> do it. Literally, that sits rent-free in my head. Messy action? Yep. All day, every day. Um, so then investing in her, I did not know what I expected. Whatsoever, The only reason that I was, like, more comfortable doing it is I saw you do it. And I saw your growth. And I was like, okay, this isn't a scam. Just like freaking fitness coaches where I was like, this might be a scam. Right. I had that in my head. But I saw your growth and I connected with her face-to-face. Like, I met her face-to-face in person. And I was like, screw it, let's do it. I immediately was like, okay, I have to wait until after I'm done competing. But I'm going all in. Like, I'm such a, like put 110 percent effort into everything that I do yeah so the first three months I learned more than I have learned in probably the two and a half years of business beforehand like I learned how to be a business owner not just a coach and that's the hard part for me like I've been coaching for long enough now right um but learning systems but also seeing that there were other women that could do it because the only people I saw that were successful were men Mm-hmm. and so that was kind of like this weird limiting belief I had in my head like if I was a man this would have been easier well, all these women are successful, and then I met them in person, and seeing, like, how big their brains were, like, how welcoming of human beings they were. They Some of them were influencers, and they were cool humans. Like, yeah. Like, that
0: was where I was, like... Are you talking about, like, the retreat when yeah. we all met? Yeah. that yeah. was awesome.
1: That's where I was, like, okay, this is absolutely... Like, I was, you know, had a little bit of, like, maybe I don't belong here. Yeah. Like maybe I shouldn't be here like all these women are making tons of money a month like they're influencers this and that I got there and I spoke to them I was like we think similarly
0: from the same like I belong here yeah like this is
1: where I'm supposed to be and it's just really like it makes you not feel so alone to be an entrepreneur to think the way that you do to literally be like a workaholic is what people have called me right um to see that in other people makes me like okay
0: I'm not that freaking weird. Like, <laughs> Dude, amen. It's like, I grew up never thinking I'd be judged for working too much. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden we're here and I'm being judged for working so much. And I'm like, make it make it make sense. But I 100% agree. I think like being in that room full of women, you feel so seen, so supported. and if we're talking to any aspiring entrepreneurs or current entrepreneurs that don't have that community i mean i'm not like a influencer for kendall which by the way name drop her name is kendall strample that is our mentor she are, owns wwba um it's definitely a good place to start so that you don't feel so alone and that you can riff off these ideas with these women and just have that interaction every single week you said something where it's like you feel, felt like you didn't belong there, especially with the influencers and everything and the amount that they were bringing in a week but or a month or whatever it is. But truly, it's finding your place within it and seeing them not as competition but more as co-workers. And competition is a big thing, especially if you're in the fitness industry. I think that that is probably the biggest layer I've personally shed because, like, you get into the space and there's no rules there's no regulations genuinely there's not I know that's horrifying if you are a fitness client looking for a coach or whatnot but again like Paige did for her mentor she did her research she talked to me she saw like the growth that I was having she didn't just blindly sign up and be like hey this influencer is offering me something she did her research and I think that that is safe for you to be able to do as well. It's definitely easy to get in the space and feel competitive. When in reality, it was cool to go to the retreat and just feel more of a collaboration more than anything. And the reciprocity that is offered in between that. And that's what I think Paige and I have cultivated super well as well.
1: I will say it's really interesting because I've, I've talked about this with my clients too. I like used to think like, it used to feel like I didn't get along with women wasn't the right woman like I just wasn't in the right rooms I didn't have the right mindset where nowadays like I don't even think when it comes in terms of competition it's more like go you like that's freaking awesome that's inspiring yeah but I don't need to tear you down like I think a lot of that was dropping an ego being young um feeling in competition but being in that room with all those other women who did not have an ego like that and they wanted to see you when they wanted to learn from me. I was like, Holy hell. Like, this is really cool to see. Like, this is like where you want to be when it comes to an yeah. environment. Same with like fitness in general, like a community of women in fitness too. Like you want to feel uplifted and not in competition, maybe some healthy competition, like strength levels is okay. Right. But like in general, like you want to feel supported. Like it's so like in fitness and in entrepreneurship, it's not as common to be a woman. So you yeah. want to be in rooms where you're allowed to be that female, but also be a leader and be someone that makes decisions for yourself.
0: Yeah. And I don't think like, I think we're very much so on the same page as this. Uh, we recently went to a conference that was all about like women in entrepreneurship. And there was a lot of like the girl boss vibes and really speaking to the female. And I, I think that there's something to be said about that. Obviously, like we do get the short end of the stick a lot of the times, But juxtapositionally, it's also like not identifying as a female entrepreneur. Like I don't call myself that all the time, right? Like I I obviously opened the episode with that just because I wanted to target a certain population. But at the end of the day, we're just entrepreneurs. Like we are doing what the men are doing and identifying yourself with anything or whatever you're going to sit there and identify with and let that belittle you, you're going to hurt yourself in the long run. So. Not becoming your identity and becoming what you want to step into is huge. I'm a woman. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a bodybuilder. I'm a daughter. I'm a
1: sister. Like, I have different identities and they don't need to coincide and I don't need them to
0: define if I can and cannot do something. Yeah. If that makes sense. Fucking amen. Like, synergies. It's literally synergy within yourself and just synergy within the world. Like... You don't have to define yourself in every aspect. Like, you are no. just Paige Simmons. Yeah. I am Courtney Lombardo. I'm going to do and not be defined by any box. I hate boxes. <laughs> I hate boxes. Same. <laughs> I posted on my page the other day something about, like, talking to women about being an entrepreneur. And I had the ability to talk to, like, a group of women the other week. And that was definitely out of my comfort zone and what I had known for a minute. But it's like it feels so satisfying to not be in a box right like i I have created a certain level for myself that i don't have to be identified as just one thing okay we're gonna go off on our last topic and that is how do we keep our friendship as busy slash driven af business owners to be honest it's kind of like any adult friendship and i think i struggled with this for a really hot minute probably for the last two years (laughs) if we're gonna be honest because I feel like this is relatable for anyone, entrepreneur or not. Adult friendships just become tough because we do lose a lot of time in our week. And for me, the portion I had to grieve was the convenience around friendships that we were so used to. So like in college, you could just walk down the hallway and like your friends were right there or in your hometown, like they were just right there and you had a little bit more time. So first of all, me moving away from home was already difficult. And so I lost a lot of the like closer convenient relationships. But building new ones out here, it was awesome to have met you and obviously like have similarities that we do was amazing. But I think that us over time allowing for... The boundaries of time and like not needing to see each other or talk every single day or see each other even every month like at this point like we're okay that we're busy and we understand like every single time we talk again we're like hey like what's up you know like there's no shaming for not reaching out sooner I think and I think giving each other the space has been powerful.
1: Well I so this is something that I've learned like and I've seen this happen because you know I have a younger sister who's kind of stepping into being a part of the business a lot more. And, you know, she doesn't see her friends nearly as much because she's busy. And you cannot take it personally mm. if your friend or if you are busy or you don't hear from them as much. That's an adult relationship. Like, you don't need to text your friends every single day. It's That's just, like, not how that works. Yeah. And that doesn't mean they don't care about you. Like, my my best friend moved to Florida. Talked to her for, for the first time last week <sighs> in, like, four months. <laughs> But it was just like, hey, dude, how you been? Like, what's going on? We, there was no... We deep. did that
0: at one point. Yeah. Was, we went on, yeah. like,
1: five months or so, and we are like, how long has it been? Yeah, <laughs> and it's not that you don't care about the other person. And, like, if you're thinking of them, send a message, check in on them. Like, that, right. I do that whenever. But, like, it doesn't mean that you don't care. It just means that you're handling your own stuff. Or maybe, mm-hmm. like, for me, like, sometimes, like, I don't have the capacity to handle, like, more friend things when I just need to focus on my personal life and, yeah. like, figure that out. And that's not you just can't take it personally like that's like the huge thing is like you're an adult like you're gonna have to schedule time in advance too like yeah. especially being an entrepreneur my yeah. Calendar. yeah like literally like I just I booked my best friend using my calendar booking link for a call because <laughs> we couldn't figure out when a time was gonna work um but also like you know like especially being like an entrepreneur and having like friends that maybe have more availability you need to just kind of set the boundary with them hey I'm not going to be available on a whim like, I need at least a few days or let me know, like, what time so that I can make sure to block it off. Yeah. Because I need to be able to, like, I want to prioritize our relationship, but I also need some time in advance. And I think that that's kind of like a boundary or like a standard to yeah. set with most people because that is different than someone that works a regular, like, 9 to 5 or anything like that. Like, my work hours are not normal. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs>
0: I think something we do do really well, especially as of recent, is just, like, kind of checking in, like, weekly, being, like, hey, how are you? Yeah. Um, I think even we both realize, like, there is a balance needed, because put Paige and I in a room for a minute, we'll just grind. Like, we could work for probably a while, but for us being in this for so long now, I think that there is that balance that we're realizing is necessary. So, us checking in weekly has been really good, I do, I believe, um there is yes, there's a season of sacrifice where
1: you might not see your friends as much. But once you get into the swing of things, you need to, it's just like fitness and nutrition, add in balance.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. You cannot go
1: to the extremes and live your life like that. You won't be happy. So adding in balance, like blocking off that time for the people that are important, checking in on your friends when you think of it, like just like prioritizing things outside of business is important as well. And I've learned that. Like the hard way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the past yes. two months. So that's I think something that we both
0: that, Yeah. <laughs> but we're good at it when it's like, hey dude, shit's hit the fan. Like, I'm like, "I, I Got it. I'll just <laughs> check in on you. Make sure we got the pulse. Make sure we're good. And then we move forward. Like, we have a very good, like, synergistic relationship like that. Yeah. Um, but also outside of that, I... <laughs> contrary to everything we've condescended in this podcast... I do think we have a good job of, like, creating boundaries. Like, Mm -hmm. if we're going to have a game night, like, we know we're not going to be, like, over there, like, talking about the business and everything. Like, we know when to turn it on and when to turn it off. And for the most part, I feel like we keep our business chat, like, in, like, Slack or WhatsApp a lot of the time. And we keep our texts, like, kind of, like, clear of business for the most part. (laughs) But we we do our best. We're still human. We're working on it. And I will say like,
1: although like we talked about it, like kind of like the good, the bad and the ugly of being an entrepreneur, like the good outweighs all the bad and the ugly. Like this You're is right. so worth it Yeah, to be doing something that you are passionate about, to be helping other people, to be able to, I think something that has pivoted in my brain is like, I wanted to have a business. I wanted to be able to help a bunch of clients. Well, now I want to be able to provide for my team. So my assistant coaches, I want to be able to create income so that they can live and they can travel and they can have kids and a family and things like that so it's cool to like that is so freaking worth it there are just some things that you're gonna have to learn the hard way and you're gonna have to figure out what works best for you because it might not you can listen to us all day long but you're gonna have to figure it out yourself
0: period you're gonna have to take the messy action 100 (laughs) percent. there we are family all right, fam. Well, thank you so much for listening to. Paige and I just chit-chat up today. Hopefully, you gained something from it. I mean, it's kind of how all of our conversations yeah. <laughs> go. <laughs> like, you're just hearing the raw, the real. Um, but, Miss Paige, I want to start asking my guests a question. And it's going to be, what are you planning on taking messy action on in the next three months? But I'm, and you're asking me yeah. as well? Yeah. Ooh. What are you going to be taking messy... At? Hold on. Let me rephrase the question. Hold on. Okay, Miss Paige. I want to ask you a question that I'm going to start asking all of my guests now. And that is, how do you plan to take messy action in your life in the next 90 days? In the next 90 days. Okay. Um, so, something that
1: I've been talking about, actually, with my friends is letting the intrusive thoughts win. So, <laughs> oh, no. And listen, that sounds bad, but what that means is, like, if I have a thought... I'm going to execute. I'm not going to sit there and think back like, oh, like, but what about this, this, and this? Like, this isn't going to work because of all the negative aspects. Like, just try it. Like, just do it. Listen to your gut and then pivot from there. Take messy action. I love that. So that,
0: that, let the intrusive thoughts win. <laughs> yes, kids.
1: <Yep. laughs>
0: Take that. <laughs> do that. <laughs> no, I love that. All right. Um, where can they find you? Uh,
1: they can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, um, and then Facebook. <laughs> Dude, all the social medias, even LinkedIn. That's a good she
0: one. She just plugged her LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but it's gonna be at P. Simmons Fit for um, almost everything, and then it's Paige Simmons on YouTube.
0: So, thanks for coming today.